Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Resilient Leaders Podcast, where resilience in leadership is not simply a good idea, it's required. I'm your host, J.R. Briggs, and it has been such a blast to hear from many of our listeners. Thanks for your ideas, your feedback, your encouragement, and your comments. Keep them coming. If you enjoy this podcast, can I ask, before we get started, can I ask just a 45-second favor of you? Could you recommend this podcast to just three leaders who you know, who you think would benefit from it? Could you send them a text, an email, or tell them about it sometime in the next 24 hours? I'd greatly appreciate your help as we try to equip and invest in more hungry leaders like you, and that depends upon people like you spreading the word and helping us get the word out. So thanks in advance. On a previous episode, we looked at the importance of going for a walk and writing ideas down in the shower. Now, if you're wondering what we're talking about, press pause on this episode and go back and listen to episode 27, the previous episode, and then jump back in and join me for this one. Going for walks without your phone can be incredibly beneficial for leaders who are seeking to be resilient. You'll think more deeply, solve problems, get out of a rut, gain perspective, and most likely generate new ideas. I speak with confidence when I say that over the past several years, I have been able to think more clearly, creatively, and with a keen perspective outside of my office more than when I'm sitting at my desk. Now let's keep exploring this idea of ideas. Where do great ideas come from? You see, there are several myths about great ideas. And here are two prominent myths. Many of us, number one, many of us think that we need to just sit down with a blank sheet of paper and a pencil in front of us and just think really, really hard. And if we think hard enough, then good ideas will just pop out of our head. Um, Sometimes that works, but that's not often how ideas work. Are formulated. Conversely, sometimes ideas come spontaneously, a eureka type moment. People think they just happen. Whenever the muse arrives, she arrives. You can't force her. Well, there are some times where ideas do just pop into our heads, but we also can cultivate practices and a posture that invites new and creative ideas to emerge in our lives. We can't force it, but we can set the table and invite ideas to come over and sit down for dinner, but we have to be willing to cook the meal. Now, several years ago, I heard about the concept of keeping an idea journal. It's not a new concept. It's been around a long time, and many other great thinkers and leaders have kept an idea journal. Leonardo da Vinci, Marie Curie, Thomas Edison, Beatrix Potter. It's literally this simple. Here's the process. First, identify I identified a journal that I call my idea journal. It is solely devoted to ideas and nothing else. Second, I sit down and write out 10 new ideas almost every day. And when I'm done, I put the notebook away until tomorrow. Now, sometimes I sit down and write out the first 10 ideas that come to mind. Now, this is good, but to be forthright, it can also be quite difficult. And so I have to narrow my scope and my focus a bit. Now, I have my idea journal here in front of me right now on my desk. And here are some of the topics that I've chosen to write about recently. In fact, let me flip through some of the pages now of what I've written through. Ways to equip hungry leaders in the midst of a new reality. Ways to bless our neighbors. Ways to support and serve our church. 
fun things to do as a family that we've never done before. Concepts, beliefs, or convictions maybe I need to unlearn. Things I should stop doing to be more rested, healthier, more engaged as a husband, a father, and as a leader. Meals our family hasn't eaten before, but maybe we should try. Someone, if someone donated a million dollars to our organization, what we, what would we do with it to invest in leaders, leaders like you opportunities I can seize during the pandemic to be healthy and to bless others, even potential topics for future episodes for this podcast. Now we talk about how we can grow our resiliency muscle as leaders. Well, you can also train and grow your creativity muscle. In fact, I believe that these two muscles are inextricably linked together. You see, here's the thing you need to know about sitting down to write out 10 new ideas. The first three or four ideas are really easy for me to think of. They pop into my head. The next three or four ideas take a little bit more effort. But the final three or four ideas on the page force me to reach. They stretch me to think in new ways. Sometimes, I have to sit there for a few minutes and think really, really deeply and push myself over the, over the hump to get to 10. Now, third, I don't edit my ideas in real time. The moment I'm writing down ideas and I think to myself, that's a dumb idea. I'm not even going to write it down or that's so unrealistic. Why would I even think about pursuing that? In that moment, that's the moment my creativity is squashed like a bug. I just need to write it down anyway. Even if it sounds silly, even if it sounds unrealistic, I have to remind myself that I can and I will edit later. Fourth, I set a reminder on my calendar six weeks out to sit down with a highlighter and a pen and to go through all of my lists and ideas over the last six months in my journal. It takes me about 30 to 40 minutes. And it's during that time that I edit. Sometimes I look at my list and I think, yep, that, that's not a very realistic idea to pursue in this season. And I scratch it off the list. Or I might think, yep, that sounded like a good idea at the time. But after some time away from it, thinking about it, I'm not going to pursue this. Now, listen, almost all of my ideas that I write down are terrible, laughable, and are not feasible. Almost all of my ideas never develop into anything actionable. In fact, I would guess that only about 20% of my ideas have any chance of seeing the light of day. That's right, only about 20%. Most of my ideas are D-U-M dumb. Very few are worth any sort of serious consideration. But think about this. If I write down 10 new ideas a day, that means that every week and a half, I have 100 new ideas that I didn't have before. And if only two of the 10 ideas that I have in a given day are slightly worth considering, that still means that I have 20 new, good, worthwhile ideas that are worth pursuing every single week and a half. Now, some of my best ideas have come about in two ways. Number one, I read something that I wrote down and I think, yeah, that's a great idea. And if I think that, then I always try to flesh out why I think it's a good idea. There's got to be good reason and rationale for it. And I also think if this is the right time for that idea to be pursued or not. Now, second, there are times where I think, well, number four on this list won't work well on its own and neither will number seven on its own. However, if I combine number four and number seven and tweak it just a little bit, then I could develop and pursue this new idea. 
And oftentimes, that's how things result. So leaders, try it for the next week and a half. Identify a journal. Number one, identify a journal to be used solely as your idea journal. Number two, sit down every day for 10 days and write out 10 new ideas a day. Don't edit, just write. And then number three, put a reminder on your calendar a week and a half from now, 10 days from now, to sit down and comb through your ideas. It'll just take a few minutes with a highlighter and pen in hand, and let's see what sparks fly. You'll build your creativity muscle, and in the process, you'll build your resiliency muscle too. As Ray Bradbury, Bradbury wrote, we never sit anything out. We are cups quietly and constantly being filled. The trick is knowing how to tip yourself over and let the beautiful stuff out. By the way, if you wonder if this activity is worth your time and attention, I want you to know that you, yes, you, the listener, are reaping the direct benefits of my engagement in this idea of keeping an idea journal. How? Well, back at the end of March, I wrote down this idea in my journal, quote, start a podcast to equip leaders who are hungry to learn, grow, and adapt in this new reality we find ourselves in. And the name of that podcast? The Resilient Leaders Podcast. You know, currently I'm working on three additional long-term projects that impact how and where I invest my time in pouring into leaders over the next several months and even the next few years. And when did these ideas come from? You guessed it, when I sat down to write in my idea journal. So what ideas can you write down today and the next week and a half that may result in impacting, serving, and benefiting others for good in the future? If you have some ideas that you generate over the next week and a half, and you aren't quite sure how to turn them into a reality, if you need help, encouragement, perspective, and healthy accountability in that process, we are here to help. We walk alongside of many different leaders, including through this specific practice we've looked at today. And if we can help you, my information is in the show notes. Let's connect. Thanks for joining me today. This podcast is produced by the dynamic Joel Limbowen at On A Limb Productions. His services, including this podcast production, have been so helpful for me. And here's and he's here to help you as well. Visit onalimproductions.com for all of your video and podcast needs. And you can check him out uh, in the link in the show notes as well. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning and generate those new ideas.